0: Very warm welcome to season 2 episode 4 of the really bad mental health podcast. Here we are. Yay! It's been a while. It's I'm been in a front long time. of the lovely Lisa, we've got Adam and we've got the awesome producer David looking very dapper tonight in his TM Lewin shirt. There are other, other shirts available. How is everyone? Lisa, <laughs> how's it going? Um I've had a rough couple of weeks, I'm not going to lie. Yes. Um so the podcast was supposed to go ahead. I think it was 2 weeks ago, oh, but last we, Wednesday we were going to do it, weren't we? Yeah, we had to pull the plug um cuz Lisa had some really really really
1: sad news yes so um, unfortunately my dad passed away Last well Sunday the fourteenth so of May um, very suddenly very sadly um, so yeah life's been a bit it's been a bit tough for bit you tough. It? yeah yeah but it's you're holding up well yeah.
0: and you will go into a bit more detail about it today because it's actually grief is going to be the yeah, topic of our grief. podcast tonight yes. um, but I think you've done really well to Thank get you. to get through it and be where you are yeah and, and I feel
1: I'm, I'm lucky I've got a lot of good friends about me about me around me you too included and producer David sent me a lovely message um but yeah I've got a lot of good friends a lot of support um which is obviously great at a time like this and and, and your dad had a wonderful life didn't he, did. he? And, and that's the
0: great thing and yeah. he was really thought of so we live as most people know we live in a little town in North Dorset called Charsbury, and he was very 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 well thought of
1: yeah we've had some lovely messages which brings a lot of comfort at a time like this and yeah you know just to know he was one of the kindest men You will ever meet. He was a proper old school, old school gent. So, yeah. And even
0: though he was an old chap and his health wasn't the best, it was still a bit of a shock that he went in the way he did, Yeah, he wasn't
1: poorly. Well, he'd been a bit poorly, but not anything that um, we were expecting him to to die from. So, you know, it was a shock. But as we've said, you know, over the last couple of weeks, for him, what a way to go. You know, he didn't suffer. He could still do everything that he loved doing. He'd been down the pub the day before watching football with a neighbor. You know, and he'd still he was still doing everything he loved. He's still working, still gardening, still you know playing with the grandchildren. So you yeah, know, you've got to take the positives from. I'm going like to say this. a really British thing here: with the sun shining, the sun is shining. So, you know, chin up, and you know that makes everything better. <laughs> yeah, it does. I will definitely say that. So yeah.
0: yeah, so we'll come back to that in a minute. But bless you, Lise, It's it's great that you're here. Bit bit back to a bit of normality of yeah. the podcast and recording. So and the sun is most definitely shining today. So we have got something to be happy about. Yes. But other than that, how
1: is life other than that life's all right yeah good other than the <laughs> other trauma, than the trauma of losing,
0: and the, losing your father, the
1: sadness yeah. yeah no it's it's all right
0: good you've yeah. had some time off work
1: had a few days off work but for me personally again we'll touch on it a bit later with grief getting back to work and a bit of normality and a bit of routine is something I need so I had a few days off and they've been brilliant and I've had I had yesterday off I had to go and do a few bits today um, So they've just been like If you need to come in Come in If you need to go home When you're here Go home Do whatever you need to do Yeah So, so that's you know. super
0: supportive Isn't it
1: Yeah Fantastic
0: Well it's good to see you mm-hmm. And it's nice to be in this room With you It th- is lovely. lovely people Yeah
2: How are you Harv? Yeah hi Hi <laughs> Hi um, First of all I need to echo Our sentiments uh, About everything you said to you Because um, we're here for you At this uh, And it's been a challenging time But to see you smile Is, is great um, I was going to mention that the sun was shining, but that's already been mentioned. It's um, lovely today, 20 degrees. I was in the garden at lunchtime. Fantastic. It's oh, been, it's,
0: we, we deserve a decent bit of sun. Do. It's
2: been a long time coming, hasn't it? It's yeah. been a really long
0: time coming. I hope so it's like this for the next 17 years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a bit optimistic, <laughs> given the British weather. But you well, know, you've got to have goals. Got to have goals. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, apart from enjoying the weather, things have been... And this is a mental health podcast, so let's let's be real and raw. Yeah. It's been a challenging couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, there's various things going on that we'll probably come back to later in the podcast, I expect. Um, but on, on a personal note, I think I've turned the corner over the last... Uh, couple of days so yeah things along with the weather things are looking brighter so to echo
0: what half saying there and we, we've started on the the not so happy like path we normally go on but that's okay because we are a mental health podcast we are here to talk about it I'm going to be honest as well and say the last couple of weeks have been a struggle for everyone there's been so much going on the brave and determined you know we're, we're super super proud of it but man it takes up our time man it stresses us out um, and we're coming up to the summer ball which we'll talk about and and there's all the other stuff going on of markets and, you know, trying to get the stock in and, and the building of the charity and, you know, trying to raise funds and doing all the things we do. It's It's been a bit stressful, isn't
2: it? Yeah, it has. It has. And I think, you know, me and you, we're sat in, in HQ now um, where we have our office and we record the podcast. And we were sat here on Sunday night, Mm -hmm. late on Sunday night, working through some funding applications, which I'm sure will be worth the effort in the end. But there was a stark realisation as it was getting later and later on a Sunday evening away from our families, looking into each other's eyes and just seeing (laughs) brokenness, if that's a word, (laughs) thinking, you know what, sometimes it's alright right to say this shit is hard. We might need a little bit of help. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think...
0: It's, it's great for us because we hope that the, the document we were filling out on Sunday night is going to help us and turn a corner yeah. and bring in some really great funding for the charity. But at times it feels like what we're doing here and that's supporting people with their mental health is detrimental to our <laughs> mental health. And that's really frustrating. We get so many people reaching out and saying, oh, the people who you refer, if they're struggling, we can do X, Y, and Z. You know, one of them is like, oh, we can, people you refer for counselling, we, you know, give us give us them and we can put them into a gym on a subsidised membership. And I'm like, what, what about what
1: about me? <laughs> <laughs> help me. Yeah, help, like, help.
0: We're, we're on the edge here, man. You <laughs> yeah. know, we're on the edge. We could do a subsidised membership. But, you know, I, I get it. And it's nice that people are offering even that. But it, it's been tough.
2: Yeah, but we know nothing, nothing worth doing comes easy and that it's going to be challenging. And, you know, it's been a challenge. And we've ridden out probably the worst of it for now. And there'll be future challenges. But we keep on pursuing things and persevering because we've also written down some goals and there ain't no quitting here mate
0: no there's no checkout button on this one we just got to keep pushing through but we did get some advice when Halves and I went to the Grosvenor um, which is our local hotel which serves Lucky Saint if, like you say, if you want to send us anything, please do. Um, and we were having a, we are having a beer with, with hopefully someone who's going to become a friend of the brave and determined. And he said to us, one piece of advice he said was, don't try and build this too quickly. You know, let this ride out, you know, do what you've got to do when you've got to do it, but let it, as, as they say in the corporate world, oh, let it grow organically.
2: that Yeah,
0: I But that's what he was effectively saying. There's no point in burning yourself out, trying to do all of this stuff as quickly as, you Can and it and it burning us out, so so that's where we are. Um, so last week we talked about panic attacks, yeah, or say last week, last episode. Lots of change, lots has changed. It's been nearly a month since we recorded, it has, yeah. So we talked about panic attacks. Anything we need to go back on that? You guys, cool. Yeah, yeah. I what, mean, so we want talked to about, touch on anything, <clears throat> Yeah, I do want to touch on something, actually.
2: <laughs> how so you know? Yes. So I'm posting you in that direction. <laughs> so when we spoke on the last episode, um, we talked about anxiety and something, that's something that's been prevalent in my life for the last sort of 15 years uh, to varying degrees. Um, and I also said that I'd come off of my antidepressants for the first time in those sort of like 15 years. Well, I don't know how many weeks ago now we recorded that podcast, maybe a month ago. Um But I'm back on my antidepressants, which was a difficult decision to, well, I wasn't, I mean, I I took medical advice and I think it was the right thing to do because I said earlier that I just turned a corner and I think that is helping me turn that corner. Um, But there was a lot of white noise. So my message is to anybody out there that is coming off of antidepressants or even starting on antidepressants is that either way is okay and you need to work out what works for you. And for me, I will come off of these, but not today.
0: I, I why do they call them antidepressants? It's such a shitty name, isn't it? Like surely there's got to be another generic name that they could use for those pills. Yeah, because you know you, you, you like I've seen you go through this battle. Like when we first met, you know I knew you, you know you t- openly told me that you you took took antidepressants. You know you've got to the point where you've you've managed to get off them, albeit for a short period. You need to pat yourself on the back because that's a journey itself. Um, and the realization that maybe that isn't the right decision is—you got to try it though, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. And then to, to to basically say, okay, it wasn't the right decision. I'm going to go back on them. I think again, you made a metal like you've been through that. It's fantastic. The the thing that I struggle with is why do they call them that? Like because you're not depressed. In like I look at you and I know yeah. you've got your battle going on, but you're not the. You know, in in air quotes, you're not a depressed guy, are you? So you're not well, taking them for depression. No, and so why do they I call think, them that? The think, the
2: shit. Yeah, I think it's a broad it's a broad term, um, and obviously depression and <clears throat> all mental health problems have different different faces, um, and maybe I'm a better actor than. Than I think I am You, you are know.
0: a lot better actor than, than, than known Because <clears throat> having, you know I, I think I know you fairly well yeah, you know, yeah, We sort yeah. of yeah. voice note, you know, 8, 9, 10 times a time day times a day <laughs> <laughs> um, See each other at least 2, 3 times a week um, And I, I was so impressed with how you dealt with it And when we came into HQ, it was just me and you And I, and like, obviously you told me earlier that you were back on them And I said... And I, and I openly said to you, God, man, you know, what happened? I thought, I thought you were coping really well. And you said, well, on the outside I was. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I think that's mental health in a nutshell, isn't it? Because, you know, these I mean, you don't have to go far to find somebody who looks absolutely fine on the outside and they're struggling on the inside. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's what we need to understand about mental health is that it's not all sad faces and woe is me and doom and gloom, at least, you know, portraying that it's, you know, yeah, someone going behind on closed doors,
1: it's that, isn't it? But a yeah. lot of the time, to everyone else, when you're at work, when you're out with your friends, yeah, it's yeah, I'm life and soul, you know, yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: I, I, um, you know, as you guys know, and well, actually, at least you probably don't know this. You definitely know it because I tell you everything.
2: Um,
0: so I was having a, a bit of a day on Friday and this, and this is the journey, isn't it? This is what we talk about. Like I'm here, I'm be, I'm chatting away. The truth is on Friday, I got to, um, my friend who is also the physiotherapist and literally cried like a baby in front of her with her hugging me saying, it's going to be okay. And I I, I just felt
2: so shit. It was such a bad day. And I can give you an example that then goes back to what we were just discussing about me, okay? So you left me a voicemail on Friday because I was at work and you were out doing bits and bobs. And you basically said, my back is killing me. I've been to my physio. I've basically broken down. My wife is out in the car that's broken down, broken down in the pissing rain and I need to go and help her. And my son's been suspended. I was going to leave that detail out, but you've chugged it in, so there we go. That's Bless him in self-defence and the and other then, kid deserved it. And then, and then <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he finishes his voice note with, but it's all good. <laughs> so there you go, you know. You, that's This is
0: the battles that we all see in the yeah. dark, but do you know what? We talk about them and yeah. we say this is the way it is. Yeah, that's the reality. But the beauty is about... My friend who does a physio, I oh know it's a safe space. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's probably why it all came out.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, she was super
0: supportive.
1: I think for me, you know, obviously you two know because you were there, but in the car on the way back from Scafal, I had a bit of a revelation, whereas I thought I had been hiding my <laughs> anxiety problems. And you kind of said to me, Lise... I think it's time you maybe got some help. Yeah. And on, for me, I thought I'm doing a really good job here. No one really knows how anxious I am. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think and, over that weekend, things and, came out about. And know. I
2: will say, actually, and you just reminded me there, Lisa, is that I'm also seeing a counsellor again. And now I'm, I'm very open about seeing counsellors. I've seen counsellors for a years. And I think everybody should see them at least once a month, regardless of whether you think you have or haven't got a mental health problem because you have got mental health. It just depends on what state it's in at, the par- at that time. Um, I'm seeing a counsellor again, and it just reinforced to me the benefit of a safe space and a neutral person, someone who's who's not prejud- judging, judging, or, or yeah, prejudiced, or involved or in any way, in your, isn't it? Yeah, who's not it. involved in your life um, and a non non-judgmental, from a non-judgmental standpoint to to have to talk to, it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, which is why the brave and determined company his mission is to, to put people through early intervention life-saving counselling and it is life-saving and yeah. to, to go back to what Lee
0: said there the three of us are in a mini <laughs> for seven hours coming back <laughs> so from, from, from pretty deep bike. conversations going on there and, and you know people have said to me in the past that the car's one of the best places to have a conversation because you don't look at each other yeah I've yeah. heard that before Yeah, uh, because you're all facing the same way so yeah. it's a really easy place to be honest because you haven't got to look at anyone in the eye yeah. and you can yeah. be open and it just came about you can we talk yeah, yeah about no, definitely. Yeah. So basically, what happened was Lise was saying, she sat in the back of this <laughs> mini as we're driving along. I got a speeding ticket as well, which didn't help, but <laughs> there's another story. Uh, we're driving along, and Lise started saying about how you catastrophize every single thing. Yeah. Whether that's going to Tesco, whether that's driving the scaffold pike, whether yeah. that's walking up or down the mountain, you know, whatever, you kind of catastrophize yeah. everything, don't you? Yeah,
1: and it's got a lot worse. Like in the last, like I said, I did a post on Sunday about it. In the last few months, it's got a lot worse. All they're saying that, I think one of the, weirdly, one of the, things that worried me most was something happening to my dad. So, like, going away for weekends, I'd be a bit like, oh, God, I don't really want to leave him in case something happens and I'm not there. Yeah. Ironically, something happened and I wasn't there, which I can't... Well,
0: yeah, of- yeah, but to be clear, you were at home, were I was at you? home, so you yeah. So I was not away. I was only, yeah, you know, yeah. I was with him. I didn't want him, people to think no. that we were at Scaffold no. Pike so, when so passed away. So, yeah, so away, I was in yeah. my
1: house, you know, five minutes away. But, you know... It's that whole thing of being able to control The situations you're in isn't it So now that that's been taken out of my control And the worst has happened My anxiety has actually got a bit less And I can notice that in myself Like I you know I'm not sleeping great because of what's happened But I'm sleeping better than I was Probably two or three weeks Well probably four or five weeks ago And that's changed And I think you know just I don't know, I think it's that control element for me as well, a lot of it. Like I need to control every situation and I need to to prepare for the worst outcome because in my head, that's going to be the worst outcome. Do you know what I mean? Like that's going to happen. Yeah. So that was getting... I thought I was probably hiding <laughs> it quite well.
0: But. Well, I think you did up until that yeah. moment where and you I then said, "No, no, I think everything's going to be the worst <laughs> thing in the world." And then I was like, "At least you're right." And then and then, turn and then I turned like like around crying, and then and and you're, and you're and I was like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And you're like, <laughs> yes. "Probably not." She's like, yeah.
1: "Crying her eyes I go, Do you want to squash you? <laughs> <then?" laughs> But yeah, and you kind you know, you very kindly said the Brave and Determined Company would help me with some counselling. Which I've put on hold for now after the last couple of weeks. And I think that was a good decision because I think what I need to sort out at the moment if I talk to a counsellor, we would have probably discussed different issues to what actually is at the root cause of my anxiety. Yeah. So we've agreed that for, you know, we'll get the, the funeral and things out of the way and then I'll revisit.
0: Yeah. Which is then. fantastic. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I'm truly grateful for you guys for offering that. And
0: no, no, no. You've earned it, at least. You look after our social media. You've been with us from day one. I think you earned that. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know. And, it's, sure. um, and, you know, we've all lent on counselling, you know, whether yeah. it's now or in the past and we all know how good it is. So it's absolutely open yeah. to you. And yeah, please, Please take it. Not saying you definitely need, need it, it, but, but, but it. it's probably an idea. <laughs> yeah. everybody, everybody needs it. Yeah, everyone needs it. And I was just actually where we are at HQ, we've got a lovely counsellor who sits next door to us. And I was just talking to her in in the um, the kitchen area before we started recording. And I was saying, well, that's what I do. You know, I jump in and out of counselling whenever I need it. So I don't, I don't see a counsellor every month. But what I do is I go for sessions. I work through what's going on. And then I'm okay for... A period of time that might be a week it might be two years and then I go back yeah and and I've that's how I do it and everyone does it differently don't they um, yeah and we, we share some stuff on this on this podcast don't way like you think we don't know how many people listen to this and we're openly talking about
1: yeah, it's, but it's a good thing, isn't it? Because like you say, probably 4 or 5 years ago I wouldn't have told anyone. You know, no. the first time I had counseling I didn't tell us I told my ex because he was at the it, house it, and he it, had to know where I was going. It's, yeah. it's but reality I didn't and, want to tell anyone. I know, felt embarrassed.
2: Know, yeah. We know plenty of people that do listen and they do talk to us about the things that we discuss because yeah. those things are going on To one degree or another in their lives. Yeah. And it's reality. So let's talk about
0: it. Yeah, it's fantastic. So if anyone needs help or support, reach out. The Brave and Determined Company at gmail.com. So there we go. Harves, tell us
2: about the Summer Ball. Ah, the Summer Ball. (laughs) (laughs) it's going really well so 15th of july for those of you that don't know uh, which is also lise
1: your birthday <laughs> she's never Please. gonna forget i'm never gonna
2: forget that, that, that better now better ever do you know when lisa's birthday is yeah oh. when's yeah, my birthday it's the day you were born
0: <gasps> it's january it's january the... you didn't let me answer oh go on then you do the date and i've got the month so Gosh. it's down to you now uh, you're gonna get the hour
2: no, all right,
1: seventeenth. Uh, Yay! Was that a guess? Oh, I was going to say the sixteenth. <laughs> it's nearly the eighteenth. That's born at eleven fifty p.m. on the seventeenth of January. There you go. Definitely wasn't a guess. Holy shit! Harvey, oh, he gets that. That's guessed a lucky that, guess. I mean, <laughs>
0: absolutely, he <laughs> guessed that. Maybe
1: somewhere in your subconscious. Yeah, like. maybe it
2: is. Maybe it is. Um, yeah. So the ball, the ball, is, the plans are afoot. The uh, tickets, I think. At the time of recording, we have about 35, 36 left, something like it's that. It's nearly sold out. It's nearly sold out. So, And we've got a uh, deadline of the 31st of this month, May. Don't know when this podcast is going out. Yeah, not sure yet. Hopefully it'll be out before
0: then. So by the, when this comes out, you'll only have a couple of days to buy the tickets. Yeah. Well, it's a week today. Will you get out on a week? I'm looking at producer David. Yeah, he he's says yeah. yeah. He's giving us a yeah. green light. He's, he's definitely he's he's it. fine. So if so so it, it comes <laughs> out a week today, get on the website and buy the ticket. Yeah. They might be sold. They out. Hopefully they'll be sold out. Yeah, hopefully
2: um, they'll be sold out. So we've had some great uh, local businesses um, sponsor us and take corporate tables as well, which is we, we needed. We needed that support, so we're grateful to them. I won't mention them now because I'll forget one or two of them, and that won't be fair. Um, we've got. A, a great selection of auction uh, prizes building up. So there's there's flights, there's individual flights, tiger moths, chipmunks. There's beautiful holiday cottage in Yorkshire. There's a place in Egypt. Uh, What's the best prize? The
1: best prize. Mm, yeah. Wow. Well, so mean,
0: I was asked this on a radio interview with This Is Alfred this morning. Well, I
1: mean, su- like, like, isn't I, that subjective? Well, subjective? no, I, I know what
0: Object- the best prize. Well, the most,
2: the most, the most unique prize. The best is twelve prize. hours. Uh
1: with the and coins, But, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's caveats to that 12 hours There are hours. caveats
1: Tanya
2: Billington If you're listening <laughs> <laughs> You cannot use those 12 hours And divide them over 12 months of the year And have us cut your grass Honestly. She <laughs> wanted ah. an hour a month <laughs>
0: yeah. An hour a month Well for, for me to wash the car And you to mow the grass yeah. Yeah. I was like I am not so committing has got to be 12 solid hours 12 solid hours Oh 12 solid hours So what, from like 8 in the morning To late at night Yeah 10 oh, in the morning so to ten. T- t- yeah, yeah Well I didn't feel I thought that was Like a normal thing to I, we're, Well I, I feel mean, like that, That's quite a long I mean, time to But if after 8 hours We're done to Then, top. do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Someone's going to keep you All 12 hours well, Yeah, I is. mean
0: alright We finish. You put this fence up We do it in 8 hours And
1: then we just Hang around for 4 What, what amazes
2: <laughs> me Is every time we talk about this The example he gives Is putting a fence up
1: There's a of people Waiting to have fences Is this prize auctionable? Or is it a raffle ticket no, price? This is auction? So oh. this is auction. So I was asked, what's the starting a bid? a big garden that needs clearing. Yeah, so. well, there, you go. there <laughs> you go. What's
0: the starting bid? That's what I want to know for me and you. Well,
2: I mean, I don't know. Is that for us? To I said a pound. Take a pound? <laughs> yeah. What if we go for a fiver? <laughs> Well, then someone's got a bargain. Leach, would you give yeah, us a five-back? definitely. Producer you David, would you give
1: us pound six leach, pounds? No, £24. You there you go, really tenner. I'd give you 24 because 20, that's the pound 24. each. 24? Yeah, pound each 20, 24 hours. quid.
0: Any, any ups on that, Producer David? No, he's out. 24 quid. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: we're going to
0: go for at least
2: 24 quid.
0: <laughs> we're hoping that that... We're going to have to say that at the beginning of the night. This is... The, the, the big prize is Harves and Collins for 12 hours because that's the one we want people to bid on, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and win.
2: Yeah. Yeah, But outside of me and you There are Like I've just listed off There's some great prizes A uh, Golf day I think I didn't say On that as well It's um, so alright and... if you play golf It's <laughs> alright hmm? so if you play golf Yes it's, Golf days are better For people that play golf Yeah, yeah so... I, I do prefer <laughs> I, do, I do agree
1: can you so play that even play. if you can't play golf? Yeah, what if I win that and I yeah, can't I play, play golf?
2: golf? I still do a golf game. Well, yeah, but you
0: can sell it to one of your mates or give it away. You can you go on
1: a golf course if you can't play golf?
2: Yeah, yeah I've been on loads.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all you need to do. Go, go to the tip and get the bats from there, because they've always got them in the tip, <laughs> haven't they? And then bats? Just, yeah, you're the golf bats. And then go down there. You need one glove. And then get yourself yeah. down there It's one
1: of the things I've always liked The idea of playing golf
2: Well, Ironically Lise, the, Those people that it. can't play golf very well And I include myself in that yeah. Actually get the best value Out of playing golf Because you hit, hit more. Yeah because yeah, the whole point of golf Is to play as little golf as possible yeah. that is, That's true that's Do you know why concept, I don't play it? golf?
0: There's a, there's a reason why I don't play golf you walk no, A long way with the golf clubs Well I like walking oh, okay. So it's not that the reason is I used to work with a guy who played golf mm. and his mum also played golf mm-hmm. and he would come to work we worked shifts and he would come in and he said oh I played golf this morning with my mum she won now I don't ever want to play a sport <laughs> where my mum can win <laughs> so and I was like well your mum beat you well yeah she plays off 38 and he played off 7 or something yeah 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 and she gets to go closer to the hole yeah I've uh, 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 well, got no idea So she would. that so yeah. she would win Yeah. Well, so he would come to work and his mum beat him at a sport imagine that you play squash with your mum yeah she won no 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 no. I went swimming me mum won
2: I played darts me mum won yeah not playing golf yeah no fair enough but I mean for some people that is a great great auction prize Um, and there's a raffle as well, and the raffle prizes, again, local people, amazing donations from, and some of them from very small businesses giving us awesome prizes. So we're, you know, everybody loves a raffle, don't they? I so love a raffle. Yeah. 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 Are we selling raffle tickets
0: only on the night, or are we doing it before? We had end? this
1: conversation at the gym, didn't we? Yeah,
2: we did. Um, I don't, I mean, this is probably a non pod discussion that we can have. Right, we'll with right, uh, <laughs> With uh, Nabels, who's the boss of yeah. the, the, uh, the bull. Um, Nables, the bull. Oh, yeah. And at least we need about about, to talk to Nables about Tables. Tables, I like that. Tra- about though. Tables. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to like talk it. about Tables at the ball, we'll talk to Naples about Tables. <laughs> anyway, um, and there's yeah live music from Bell Street and we've got a DJ, Paul Butler, and it's just going to be good. And it's going to be great food. Cool, awesome. Right, let's go through to I'm just
0: gonna talk quickly about the Bat and Hope. So do you remember okay. I said last time Bat and Hope I've applied to be a Baton yeah. bearer? I've only bloody got it. Oh. So, <laughs> so, no, it's oh. okay. Harv's and I have discussed it. I'm going to be there. So there's a <gasps> bit of confusion yeah. about dates. So the 2nd of July, I'm heading to Bristol to hold the Baton and Hope and run it through Bristol. That's so cool. I've got cool. a book my am going to come, come Yeah, coming? for sure. Office lady's coming. Yeah, oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Can I come in
1: your car? Yeah, yeah. of course you can. <laughs> can you I come sit in the, the back?
0: We're not taking <laughs> the freaking mini. My oh, back is intact. <laughs> I really like sitting in the back of that. <laughs> Seven hours in the back of a mini. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I'm definitely coming. Yeah, come along. One of the highlights
1: of my life. It's not a highlight. Highlight when the Olympic torch came to Shaftesbury. I loved the Olympics when it was in London. I didn't
2: even see that. Oh, I don't remember yeah.
1: that. The man ran it through the High Street.
2: Did he? What? Oh, what twenty twelve? you? Yeah. Were, obviously twenty twelve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they <laughs> did a couple of years earlier
1: in
2: Yeah, the last time yeah, it was in London. That year it
1: was one of my favourite years. Oh, fantastic! I went up to London to watch a lot of. It. I went to the gymnastics at the O2. One it was of my amazing, goals in life that? was to watch the Olympic gymnastics. And I did it there. There you go. Do yeah. we talk about this? She big, yeah. hairy,
0: audacious goals. Yeah. That's yes, one, of that them. Was one of them. Yeah. And then you I went and
1: watched it in the park with my sister, like a lot of it on the screens, because that was the year she moved to London, I think. I didn't watch after. any of it. Like
0: literally none. <gasps> I wasn't interested. Olympics. wasn't interested So oh,
2: I watched loads of it, loads of cycling. I and Olympics. I bought a bike because I thought I could be Chris Hoy. <laughs> and I rode it once and sold it. Did you? I wasn't Chris Hoy. No, <laughs> no. no, 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 absolutely not. Wasn't enough.
0: Um, charity hoodies are on the website. Get on and buy them. Limited edition. Grey or khaki. They are very nice. They are yeah, very nice. nice. Yeah, so make sure you uh, buy those. Um, do we want to talk about Big Hairy Audacious Goals? Well, you've of just touched Brave and Determined.
2: There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned uh, Big Hairy or... or, or hang on. Easy for you to think. Big Hairy Audacious Goals. Yes. And... Or... Big Hairy ass goals, or big hairy ass goals, but <laughs> hugs. My hugs, yeah, but hugs as you call them. Um, and yeah, we've set a f- a few for the uh, the pretty even determined charitable trust because although earlier we said about the workload and about how challenging it was so what we thought the best thing to do after that is to set ourselves some massive goals to try and achieve which are absolutely
0: achievable i'm gonna say five year goal and a half so what, what are we gonna do within five years it's written up on the wall there. that's yeah. where i was looking yeah
2: i am yeah, yeah i'm looking um so within five years five years from now we will have put we would have we would have done this i'm not gonna say we're gonna yeah we'll have put 550 people through early intervention life saving counseling yeah uh we will have a large badco community hub for with counselors yeah the hub the hub counselors on site gym coffee shop clothing social spaces uh rentable rentable space as well yeah um That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. And I'm looking, I won't say this bit out loud, but I'm looking at the value attached to it and thinking... How, yeah. much, how much does it cost to put
0: 550 people through early intervention life saving counselling a lot of money a lot of money and we've got to raise that on top of paying for the massive hub and, and yeah. the coffee yeah. shop yeah. and yeah. setting all that up yeah. but we've got a plan and we're currently going through applications for funding so that's yeah. why Harve and I were here on Sunday night until late the next one we're going to do is National Lottery yeah. they're going to be giving us the best part a quarter of a million quid before you know it and then the <laughs> hub will be there within the next eight, seven or eight months so, yeah.
2: so so that was the five-year goal. I will say there yeah. are one and three-year plans uh, to meet along the way that help us get there. But we will get there, and I look forward to sitting around this table. Although this table will probably be in a bigger space. Bigger. Uh, in five years' time, sent five hundred and fifty-one people. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. There you yeah. go. That's I'll the be plan. forty-six. On the seventeenth of January. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the seventeenth
0: of January in twenty twenty-eight. You will be forty-six. God, don't. Oh <laughs>
2: man, yeah, I'll be in my forties. Oh, you <laughs> 54, producer
0: David. Yeah, it's all good. So what have we been up to? We've got the photo shoot done. We've got the summer range coming, which is cool. I need to update the website. There's a day's work there that I haven't done yet, and I need to get on with that. We've got the photos back from the wonderful Hannah Freeland Photography, who is now, she does know a nickname now, Harv. You were there for this conversation. No, I wasn't, no. She knows her nickname is
2: Horses Not Wellies. Horses Not Wellies, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so the photos are done, and just on that, the summer range is what? I don't know. What is it? Oh, I thought I was just teeing you up to give a nice seamless answer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I (laughs) see where you're going.
0: I I totally missed that one. Sorry. That was was a seamless link. Seamless link (laughs) into the summer range. So what we've got is some really, really lovely summer type T-shirts. So nice bright colours. We've reduced the amount of printing, so it reduces the cost of the T-shirt, so people can buy cheaper T-shirts. We've got the toweling robes, like if you're getting changed on the beach. We've got towels. We've got men's swimming shorts. What else have we got? Oh, we've introduced... Someone said a while ago they wanted golf wear, so we've now got embroidered polo shirts.
2: Yes, we do, Ooh. and they are not just good for golf; they're good for uh, every day in the office.
0: They, I mean, if you like a polo shirt in bed, you could wear it there too. You could. <laughs> I do like a polo shirt, but I don't have ever uh, worn one to- in bed. There's probably not anyone wears a polo shirt. In um, Insta story coming up from me of me wearing a <laughs> polo shirt in bed. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah so all those things that i just mentioned plus obviously we still got our baseball caps uh as a standard line that are very popular and the sun's out so you need your your head gear, don't you have you did look into sunglasses didn't you i did yeah and i'm still looking into it um but like with all our merch all our products we quality is important absolutely and Second there are math. some absolutely crap sunglasses you can buy out there on mass with your name on them if you want them but We're not putting our name to tat, so we will do it one day. A bit like the uh, oddballs underwear stuff we've spoken about before and certain types of um, other accessories, but it's all about quality. So when the time comes and the finances will allow us, we will do sunglasses. Fantastic. Scaffold Pike. Scaffold Pike. That was great, wasn't it? It was good. It was. It was hard.
0: It was hard because we did it in such a short period of time yeah. because we're always in a rush to get to the next thing to do. <laughs> so we left there, lunchtime on Friday, drove up to Ulverston, which is north of Liverpool. It was a lovely little place, it actually, was wasn't it?
1: Really, like, it was It's a real different, like... Pace of life up there, isn't it? Yeah, there, I think yeah, yeah. And the houses say. were very cheap. Yeah, but we could were. all live yeah, up yeah, there for a for few houses. <laughs> <at all>. <laughs> <laughs> we to, yeah, we went and had dinner. The people in the hotel
0: premier Inn, shout out to you guys. They were yeah. really lovely yeah. people. Oh, can, I, can we just touch on the book? So, um, I don't know, you guys, I don't know if they would know that, my sort of, my fascination of reading and how I love to read. Like, it's... Reading, for me, is one of the best things ever. Like, being taught to read. It's fantastic. I love it. And that means every night I have to read. Have to. It's what I do. I, don't, I couldn't imagine going to bed without reading. So, we get to... <laughs> <in a poster. laughs> we get to Premier Inn at Ulverston. Sh- big shout-out to those guys. And then I realise... Oh, man, I forgot my book. Oh. And instantly I'm like, well, that's it. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Because, <laughs> all night? <laughs> yeah, because it's your routine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, that yeah. is... Well, I do that. Sleep so, hygiene, yeah, yeah, sleep hygiene. Yeah. So all of a sudden I got... That's it. Can't read. Can't read. Don't know how I'm going to do this. So we'd line up at the Premier Inn and there's maybe on a desk and look over and it was for <laughs> Great Ormond Great Street. Street. They had a load of books that you could rent for the night. The money went to Great Ormond Street and it's only my favourite childhood book ever Danny the Champion of the World was there That's so amazing. I rented it I gave him extra money so, <laughs> so please, and I read Danny the Champion of the World but I only got about a quarter of the way through it and then fell asleep brilliant there you but go. how good was that That's amazing. It was, yeah. Yeah. it was brilliant and yeah. I put it on my Instagram and, and Premier Inn they emailed me and said like, is it emailed that shows my... DM'd. Yeah, DM'd shows my to A. D- they me. Was it Lenny Henry? <laughs> yes, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they said, like, oh, thanks for the shout-out. Uh-huh. Glad we could help. But, yeah, it was really nice, wasn't it? it was. And we had a nice dinner, then we got up early, Macker's breakfast. Macker's breakfast. Yep. Yep. Shot up at Scaffold Pike, parked in the wrong car park, couldn't find Scaffold Pike. Then <laughs> couldn't yeah, find the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> then found
2: the car park, then started walking. Hour and a half to get up there. Shout-out to the Lake District, by the way. Stunning. Yeah, incredible. Not a bad-looking place, to say. <laughs> Go, yeah. is it? It, yeah, was it was incredible
1: all right. I had no idea how beautiful it was going to be yeah. like my mum and dad used to holiday up there and she loved it and yeah. used to come back oh, today go for, yeah. for sure I um, would love to go for longer and what happened on the on
0: the hill we'll call it um, the three of us kind of split up didn't we mm-hmm. so it, it kind of just the way it yeah. works everyone I'm knackered so I have to have more rest stops than you two You two like march or not
2: but are still doing it quicker than most people do uh,
1: it, yeah
0: and yeah learn. and I kind of get into a zone where I just it doesn't matter how big the step is as long as I take yeah. a step Step. Just keep going. Don't stop. And then an hour and a half later, we're at the top. And then half arrived two minutes later, and then you arrived three minutes later. Lost in the
1: fog, because the weather Lisa,
0: had come in which, at the top. This shows Lisa's um, catastrophizing and everything. She had texted me <laughs> saying, I'm lost. Do I go left or right? And then when we saw her, she said, oh, my God, I thought I was going to die alone on the mountain.
2: <laughs> I mean, there were only a couple of other hundred to be people fair. on the mountain. No, no,
1: because when I got to the top, there was no one else. So You kind of go up with the same people don't you? So like, I could see you ahead of me for a while, your green shirt because you're in a green shirt and then I kind of got to the top there, was some, there were two guys who kept kind of stopping at the same kind of times I did and then they didn't really know where they were going so they said to me Oh, you carry on like this. Uh, so we're having a little rest. You carry on. So off I went. Literally got to the top of like this. I mean, it's just rocks, loose rocks, isn't it? At the yeah, top. Yeah. And the fog, like the, the weather just came in, and I could not see left or right or in front of me. I didn't know where I was going, and I was like, This is what happens. This is how people get lost on a mountain. I've got no phone signal. I've got no, this, you know. And then I was like, Oh God, I don't know where I'm going. And then I think I just thought, You've I've got to keep ten going. And then yeah, us. I could see some people, and then yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. The, but, yeah. the
0: funniest memory from that that moment is we all get to. The top. We were super pleased. Obviously, me and half stripped down in a pair of pants, at least take some photos of us. There were some other girls taking photos, yeah. which I was really made up. I, thought, yeah. Yeah. I was made up about that because yeah. I thought, oh, you what, you actually want to see me in my pants? You're going <laughs> to keep that memory? Anyway, then we asked the guy to take a photo of us. So <laughs> so I said to this guy, oh, do you mind taking a photo of us? And he goes, yeah, yeah, no problem. And he hold, so I gave him my phone and he, and he held the camera up in a portrait way. Oh no, I think he had it Landscape, landscape and, and I said, "Oh, because I know that because Lisa's told me for social media, portrait is better than landscape." So I said to him, "Oh, after that, can you take him the other way as well?" So he goes, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." And so what he did was then ran 180 degrees behind us, and then we had to turn around, and then he took them landscape again. <laughs> because we're British and yeah, polite, folks very much, and the photos are pretty terrible because he's about a mile away as well, isn't he?
2: Bless him. Um, uh, yeah. So. <clears throat> that was what we did at the top but before we climbed the mountain we bumped into a couple of people didn't we oh shout out big shout, shout out, out to uh, sam butler Rob Marsh Rob Marsh and, and the team and the team yeah. the team that supported him who for the Brave and Determined Charity were doing the three peaks in 24 hours and they freaking did it mm. they'd already done Ben Nevis we Bear bumped into them at the bottom of coming off of Scaffold Pike and they were heading to Snowdon um, which is incredible they, they're doing three peaks 24 hours we've decided we're doing three peaks in three, three years. years much more manageable <laughs> yeah. yeah the
1: <laughs> very last thing I would want to have done when we got off that mountain was go and climb another one I'll tell you what it's a challenge isn't it it is a challenge really? but uh, yeah like i just could not i couldn't have done it
2: absolutely yeah huge shout out to those guys for doing that uh because it's a really hard challenge, and B, they raise a load of money for the charity and they, they, you know, they're funding people's counselling. So, thank you again, guys.
0: Yeah. And so, Sam popped in here to HQ the other day with his wife. And he said, Right, the next challenge is because he said, You know, would you do it again? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it again. And he goes, And this time I'm going to do the six peaks in in, in 48 hours. Wow. So, he said he's going to do Ben Nevis, Scaffell, Snowden, Snowden, Scaffell, no. Ben Nevis. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. One yeah. an animal.
0: Yeah. That is, an that's animal. a goal, isn't <laughs> <Yeah. it? laughs> so we,
2: Somebody's got to drive them And those people That are driving yeah. around Although they're not Climbing the mountains They're, they're going without sleeping They're not sleeping are they yeah. or, God, It know. must be hard And I think two of the girls Were pregnant One yeah, for I sure
1: right. I think
0: one of the other girls Is pregnant I hope she is <laughs> Shout out um, I'm
1: pretty sure she is I'm pretty sure she told us She's pregnant oh, okay. Yeah 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 so, And also um, yeah. No carry on I was going to say About the other people We met on the way back down Oh Those yeah, lovely girls from the from um, Jade. They were the Jade Al Roberts project, weren't yeah. they? Who do a very similar thing to what you guys do. Yeah, um, up th- in Liverpool Where they You know They do suicide prevention Don't they I think Yeah Because
0: yeah. Jade sadly Took her own life yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: And they do a similar thing Where they've got counsellors on hand mm. They've got all sorts of And it was really support. lovely to meet them And yeah. they're just A
0: lo- really lovely
1: bunch of yeah. girls Weren't they You know It was quite and emotional were not they? You know They were emotional We were yeah. emotional And I think
0: they'd all Had their own journey To be yeah. fair You know yeah. They lost their friend um, To suicide And they They have, they had all Had their own journey Not related to that either no. So um, it was really nice to meet them yeah. And I think we sort of Kind of got on Offered to play in a football tournament. Oh yeah, to 5 side yes. tournament, yeah. aren't they? We'll Which I lots. said, I'll, I'll go and go. I'm happy to play that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see if that materializes. Cause yeah. you're going up front. Producer David's left back, and I, then do Lisa... I used to
2: play five-a-side
1: what? football. I'm a great five-a-side footballer. There you go. <laughs>
2: It's five oh, it's a side, close. so you can't really be that specific really? over positions. I'm afraid, no. no. What no. just goalie and field? Yeah, back. yeah. You could yeah, be at the back, you would be in the middle, you're up top, and you got a keeper. Really, there. You know, it's a bit of a free for all. Um, I'd love to play in that tournament up in Liverpool, uh, but behind me in HQ is our planner, and it's, and it's full. full. <laughs> it's pretty full. Well, to get me to the banner, hope we've had
0: to shift a couple of things around, and a big shout out to halves and office lady for, for letting me do that. Cause
2: no, it's, it's just it's a great thing. I'm really pleased yeah. you're doing it.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty Pretty, I'm. Oh man, it's going to be it's like an honor, proper. Isn't it? well, it's going be know. proper goosebumps. Yeah. It, yeah. running down there, holding that. Don't trip. Oh, don't oh say man. that. <laughs> Catastrophizing that Oh my <laughs> god,
1: <laughs> that thing.
0: Have you, if you haven't seen the Button hope it's a, Google it's the, amazing, the. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah it's it was made by like a goldsmith. Yeah, and it is beautiful. Imagine if I fricking <laughs> drop it. <laughs> Thanks, Lise. I hadn't <laughs> even thought about that.
2: Yeah. I hope nobody from the band hope is listening to this no. and going to get an email. Later, been, so. I was like, I was really that genuinely sorry. was. an yeah. anxiety
1: joke. We're part our fingers. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you no longer need
0: you on the second of July. Right. Shall we move on to our topic of today? Because producer David is tapping his watch and telling us we're taking too long. Oh, so man. shall we move on? Let's move on. Let's move on. So today we're gonna to talk about
1: Grief. So, yeah, obviously the last two years I've had my fair share of grief. Tell us more, Lise. Tell us more. Things to do with. I think people will know, but it's probably worth a a recap over the last two years. So my mum was diagnosed with dementia with Louis' bodies just before COVID hit and lockdown hit. So we knew she was going to get poorly. We didn't have any idea how poorly and how quickly because we saw one specialist and then... That was kind of it, um, and then we were told in the May time that she wouldn't see another year. And then we made the decision to have her at home, and she went downhill very quickly. Um, and watching someone die in front of your eyes is heartbreaking. Like you know, like we were just saying about my dad passing away suddenly. Doing it the other way is horrendous because, and especially with dementia, because you you lose that person as they were as your mum a long time before you lose them as a human being so you know you kind of deal with it twice um, losing someone that way and it was horrific you know like there's no other word for it you know you're watching someone who you love who was your mum who was your everything become almost childlike again and have no idea who you are but weirdly, I think the grief in those two deaths this time have been so different from each other. Do you know what I mean? And I can't, I don't know how to put it into words, but th- I feel a lot sadder about my mum's death than I do about my dad's. I think, And that's not that I didn't love them both equally no. or any more than the other. But I feel like, I feel like my mum was taken, I do say taken too soon, but I feel like the way in which she died was you know you just wouldn't wish that on anyone and the person that she was compared to the person that she died as you know they were poles apart whereas my dad was still very much you know his love and life he was doing everything he wanted you know he and he was very religious like we've we've talked about this privately he was a religious man he believed in god he wasn't afraid of dying he believed that everything happened for a reason and that you know when your time's up your time is up. So it kind of... For for that, I feel less sad about it for my dad because I feel like he was ready... Not say ready to die, but he was accepting of death. Whereas I don't think my mum was. Like She used to say, I'm going to die, aren't I? I'm dying. And like, you know, how do you answer that question? Mm. You, know, well, you, and, you
0: never had that conversation with your dad
1: because he
0: died in a
1: really kind of respectful way, yeah, didn't he? he? you know, he was in his bed. watching and, someone die yeah. is... You know, and we were saying, you know, like how... Grief is different for everyone, isn't it? Like, there's no, there's no right way to deal with grief. There's no wrong way to deal with grief. And I think, like, we just don't talk about it as a nation, do we? We don't talk about death as, as kids, like, at school, mm. you don't talk about death. You talk about every other subject, but no one prepares you for death. Mm. You know, and no, it's, it's going to happen to us all. You whether know. it's your
2: pet dog or whether it's your yeah, mum or dad, you know, or, yeah.
1: and whether it happens to you, unfortunately, yet when you're do young. You, whether, do you
2: think you could ever be prepared for it?
1: I mean, so we knew mum was going to, you know, so obviously they told us mum wasn't going to see a year. And then obviously as she got worse, she started, because of the way her condition was, the muscles in her throat started to close up. So she started to choke more. She couldn't swallow. And they kind of said that would be, you know, eventually she won't be able to eat. Her body will shut down. And then two, two days before she died, the end of life nurses come in, put the driver in. And you kind of know then they're like, you know, you've got... 48 to 72 hours. So they prepare you and they do an amazing job. Like these people who come into your home, they they prepare you best they can, you know, they make it very dignified. Um and you know that it, within 72 hours that person isn't going to be here. Like roughly with that within that time scale So in that sense of the word, I was prepared for it happening because, you know, you knew that was the end. But I think like you say, you're never you never expect someone to die, do you?
2: I think it's really interesting what you said a minute ago about um, not discussing discussing it as a nation because I've never thought about that before. No. But just thinking then, Mexico comes to mind, right? Because they have the, the Day of the Day Dead, of the Death, yeah. Where they, they talk and they, they they celebrate the death. Yeah. Don't they? We, I don't think we do anything no. in this country. And I've just picked one country out of probably 200 and some countries there. But I'm sure others do as societies talk about death and are closer to death than we are. But we are definitely... Closed off from it,
1: yeah. And I think a, a big thing as well, like we were saying, like a lot of people don't know how to be when someone's died. Well, it's interesting because you've
0: shared some some stories with us of how people have reacted to your yeah. dad's passing. Yeah, and you know, for for Harves and I. Well, I mean, I sent you a <laughs> I sent you a picture of a speed and fine, which <laughs> but I knew you it hadn't was seen so badly my other timed. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I sent you guys d- a message hadn't and you read, read that message. one, and I knew you'd yeah, read it because yeah. I saw it wasn't blue tick. But the but timing was imp. Incredibly bad, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? As you're saying, I don't know how to say this, but my dad passed away this morning. I hadn't read that message, <laughs> taken a photo of a speeding phone and sent it through WhatsApp. And then half-texted me straight away to say, have you seen Lisa's message? And then I looked at it and went, oh my God, Lisa, I'm so incredibly sorry.
1: <laughs> but in a way... like So that's
0: not the best way to say no, to no, someone. But it's quite
1: nice to... like. I find for me, it's it's lovely that people... Say something. Do you know what I mean? Like I've I've met people in the street, especially after Mum died. Not so much now with Dad, because not everyone knows yet. You know, I mean, it's still as much as we're a small town and bad news travels. I've still met people who hadn't known. Do you mean, or they just sort of found out? But with Mum, I met people in the street who'd known her for years, and they didn't even say, you know. And I know people don't know what to say, Mm -hmm. so they kind of just ignore it and think that's the best way. But just saying something, you know. I'm sorry to hear about your mum.
2: I think that's a really good point there, because it is, personally, I find it really hard to know what to say. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember that just thinking then I was at a funeral for a, a good friend's brother um, a few years ago, who died young. And uh, the funeral was obviously very difficult. And then I, at the end, I went to speak to his dad and I put my hand out because everybody was shaking hands. And I said condolences and I had no other words. Yeah. Like every other word. Just that's me. okay. Yeah, know, but it still bothers me now. Yeah, because I think what. What do you say? How do you there say? There is
1: nothing you can say, you know, and especially, you know, it's a it's bit like, different I'm sorry for is a funny thing because, to say
2: because you're not sorry. Know. Do you
1: know, what? I've kept saying but to people, don't, you know, like how someone says, I'm sorry. And you do, automatically go, oh, don't worry. Because I say sorry, yeah, no, I'm sorry and I was for saying you. To We're people, very British, aren't we? Don't worry. And I was like, that's not the response no, <laughs> to But that, it's but not, it's sorry
0: for your loss, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's I'm sorry you're yeah. having to go through that you know, because it, it must be difficult. And just saying,
1: I don't know what to say or there's nothing I can say. Yeah. Say something rather than nothing. Because I think, you know, I've seen, they say, people, I've seen people in Tesco's who have avoided my eye, who know my dad really well, but they don't want to say anything yeah, to me. But which you, is,
0: yeah, it's them, it's
2: their, yeah. they're trying to deal with it and they probably, yeah, and they, they don't, don't know, know what to yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and I, I think, think what you've just said there, say anything, yeah. is probably very good advice. Because- yeah, just
1: acknowledge, acknowledge what's happened. I'm so sorry for you guys, or I'm so sorry for your loss, or, you know, even just saying your dad was a lovely man, or your mum was lovely, you know what I mean, or, you know, just some, I think something is better than nothing.
0: It's, um, it's funny, because today I was talking to a, a pal of mine at work who I, because I've left where I worked before and I've come back, saw him again, and, and I worked with his dad, and I was on a video call with him today, and I said to, and I said to him, oh, you know, when did your dad retire? Because I wasn't sure. Whether his, his dad was still with us or not, because his dad was you know he was an old oldest chap when when I was there, and um and he said oh you probably didn't hear he said so dad retired and then two years later he sadly passed away from pancreatic cancer and he you could see he was devastated and I said oh man I'm I'm so sorry and he said no 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 it's dad had a really lovely life and dad was a good guy and everyone loved him and he was a really really genuinely lovely bloke no, didn't have a bad bone in his body super healthy ran all the time didn't drink too much didn't smoke da 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 pancreatic. I had pancreatic cancer two years and then died. But do you know what he said? He goes, the best thing was I knew it was coming. Yeah. Cause he said I could say everything I needed to say. Yeah. And I had time to think about what I wanted to say. And I told my dad everything he needed to yeah. hear before but, he which went. Which is lovely. And he isn't had three it? months. And yeah. I know it's only three months from your dad being super fit and other, it, And yeah. it's devastating that this chap lost his dad and, and his dad was such a nice guy, but just something to take away there that he said, on you and yeah. so I could say the things
1: yeah. yeah which is you know if you've got that opportunity you know and, and I we suppose you have had that opportunity with your mum but well, not no, with your dad. she didn't know well, no. you know you couldn't you could I could have told her anything yeah. and she wouldn't have remembered it and she no. wouldn't have acknowledged I mean I did tell her you mm. know I sat there and held a hand and told her these things and you know the day the day that she did die you know I sat there and told her you know, what a wonderful mum she has been I couldn't have wished for a better mum And how happy our lives were with her mm. You know, she might have heard You know, she might have taken it in But you just, you know When someone's suffering with dementia You just don't know what they <laughs> no. take in But, no. and like for my brother Who lived with my dad, you know it, he unfortunately was the one who found him the night before. He didn't say goodnight to it, you know. Like we say, I text my dad every night, and I was like, "No, nah, I'd say I'm got, I've got home," or you know, just to say I'm going to bed, see you in the morning. And he said I didn't. First thing he said on Sunday, or you know, after we got over that shock and the conversation, he said I didn't even say goodnight to him last night. And I was like, yeah, but that's real life, isn't it? Like, if you knew that person was going to die, we'd all be lovely to everyone. You know, you can't be <laughs> yeah. lovely to everyone all the time because that's not real life. Do you know what I mean? Like, they hadn't fallen out had an argument. He was just busy with his daughter. My dad was, like, saying, just you know, stop ra- yelling at each other. My brother just went to bed and he said, I didn't even say goodnight to him. No, But, you know, you can't live in that, you know, I should have, I could have. But I think it's, you know, if you get that chance... That is an amazing, mm. amazing thing to do It's a tough thing And like you say Everyone deals with it, with yeah, it differently you know, you know And I think for me With my dad Being so positive about what's happened Say what's happened But finding the positives in the situation Like you say He was a lovely guy He loved us We loved him He didn't suffer He was still doing what he loved Every time I say that You know You kind of have like A generic response To people in a text But every time I say that It kind of like Reinforces it Mm. In my mind Mm. And I think that's Definitely helped Um, And I'm Like I said before I'm lucky that I've got Such an amazing Support network I've got some Lovely friends Unfortunately A lot of them Have gone through Grief And death And for, you know, that works out wonderfully for me because I've got someone to talk to and I can share experiences with and they know what I'm feeling and, you know, you don't have to... Because people say, oh, I can't imagine what you're going through. And you can't imagine what some Everyone's... You know, I mean, I only say only lost my parents, but for people who lose a loved one or a child, completely different situation. Do you know what I mean? Like my mum and dad were, my mum was 74, my dad was 80. So, you know, they were, my mum was young, but, you know, they were towards the end of their life. Yeah. So you, your parents are going to die, aren't they? So that's a different kind of grief to what someone would experience if their partner dies young or suddenly, or, mm-hmm. you know, you can't you can't imagine what someone's going through, but just letting them know that you're there I think is mm. is a, is an amazing thing like you know and people always say well you know anything I can do and they always feel bad for yeah. saying that but I think that's a lovely thing to that's offer that's a because... generic
0: thing though isn't mm. it? Is it like I said it's you I oh, know there's nothing I can yeah. do but if there is if you yeah. said I could really do with a pint of milk because you don't know that yeah. yeah, I could really do it with a pint of milk and I yeah. don't want to go out. I'll be like, Lise, I will go get exactly. you a pint of milk. That's you know. the least I could do. Uh,
1: yeah. And did, I think... did you
0: need a pint of milk? <laughs> do
1: you want me to get you one? <laughs> and I think like, the really important thing to remember is grief. Like, uh, grief is a price we pay for love, isn't it? You know, it's a well known saying. It is the price we pay, you know. And if we didn't love these people, we mm. wouldn't be so sad that they weren't here anymore, mm. you know. And I think just reaching out to people. And, you know, being sad and knowing that it's a right to be sad is a massive thing, isn't it? Like, Mm. you know, and it takes time, you know, to get over anything. I don't think you ever get over it. I think your life just becomes a new life. Like my dad used to say, you know, once mum had gone, life has to go on, but it's a new life and it's Mm. a different life. You know, like nothing's ever the same. Mm. But, you know, you have to move on because you can't you can't stay and they wouldn't want you to stay in that situation. You know, my dad wouldn't want me to be sad, nor would my mum. She'd want me to be out there living life and enjoying my life, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's, you know, it is hard. And and you feel guilty. You know, like I said to you before, like, you know, some of the things I could do once mum had passed away, I could only do because she'd passed away. Like we had to be there for her. So I couldn't have weekends away and I couldn't. I couldn't say enjoy myself. I couldn't go away for the weekend because if I was away, my dad was there all the time and he needed a break and stuff. And so you feel guilty for having a good time or for laughing, you know, and you think, God, I should be, I should be mourning. But, you know, it's all right to have a good time. It's all right to laugh and enjoy things again, because that's the beauty of life, isn't it? You know, Mm. that is what makes life so great is that Mm. it's awful and it's horrendous at times, but equally, it's amazing and you know you still get these moments where you think actually everything's going to be all right
0: and i think you know life is precious isn't it you just never know you never know you never know and um you know one of the things that i've learned from the fire service and being in that for years is your day starts normal day but sometimes it doesn't finish that way
1: no Mm. And I would say, like, and it's not necessarily grief-related, but death-related. One thing I would say is talk to your loved ones about what you want your funeral to be like. See, my wife doesn't want
0: a funeral, doesn't believe in them, doesn't want mm. one. Yeah. And I've said, no, that's not happening. <laughs> I
2: mean, because I've what you people do? say that before. Yeah, yeah. Other people say that.
0: She, she doesn't like a funeral. Um, for various reasons, you know obviously no one has good memories of funerals, and she said, "You know i don't want one and I was like well what what do I do then like that's kind of the closure bit yeah. so what would you what do you want me to do just Get, go for a cup of tea <laughs> and just get over it, you know. Like I think I need that closure, and she's like, "Yeah, but I don't want one." And I was and like,
1: "Well, you other won't be people, anyway, isn't so. it? you <laughs> know, like it's for it's for you yeah. and other people to be there to support you." Yeah. You know, not everyone comes to your funeral because they know the person who's passed away; mm. they come for the people that are left behind.
2: Mm. So, do you do you ever think about your funerals? Never. Uh, you yeah, well, know. My I mums. know where I want
0: my ashes scattered. Go on, on um, Sandbanks Beach, and um, it'd be on Shore Road in Bournemouth. Because that's if I could be at one place forever, yeah. that's where I'd be. I've got wow. some fantastic memories. Don't man, you'll start me off. But like the kids, Nick, we rollerblade along there. We, you know, we've had, I've been skating with Ollie along there. We sat on the beach for hours. We've had barbecues. That's in my will. It's written to have my ashes scattered on Shore Road down at the Sandbanks uh, in Bournemouth. Yeah. Mm.
1: No, I never gave it a thought until like we had to plan my mum's. And like, because we couldn't ask her what she wanted, we kind of, I mean, it was a funny time because my dad had just come out of hospital, but we kind of went with what he thought a traditional funeral was. But that was absolutely nothing to the the funeral I thought my mum would have had when she was well, yeah. you know, would have been more of a celebration of her life and, you know, bright colours and things like that. And it was nothing like that. And she, she, would have hated it. Yeah. You know, she what she had, she would have not. She would hate it. But it was comfort for my dad, and you know, like you have. And it's for the people that are left, yeah, to be able to thing. close the
0: door and say, yeah, that's that's. And it sounds harsh. That's that done. Yeah, that's now. And like your dad says, that's the new the new
1: part yeah, of life you know, because and, that and door's And you're sort shut. of in this limbo land at the moment, in between someone dying and the funeral. You're in this, you know, you're in this limbo land of being able to do, like someone said to me the other day, Oh my goodness, you're back at work already. And I was like, but what else am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to sit in the house and be sad, or mm. you know, sit and cry, and nothing changes what's happened? You know, like I and mean, if
0: you look hundreds of thousands of years ago, you know, death has been around a long time. You know, it's not it's not a recent thing. <laughs> and you know, the funeral celebrant would would have been then. We'll, we'll, we'll you know cremate the body, and that would have been the funeral, wouldn't it? Because it would have been that we'll all gather to say goodbye, and we'll and we'll cremate the body, and that would have been it. And then it's just evolved from there into what we see as a modern day funeral but however you see that funeral is entirely up to you but but more entirely up to the people who are left who have to deal with the loss of that person Mm.
1: yeah no it is it's difficult you know there is like say there's no right and wrong and everyone experiences it differently and it lasts differently for people and you know you just have to be just having letting people know you're there I think would be my one thing to say about grief you know if someone's going through it if someone's lost someone just let them know you're there there you go
2: wow thanks Lisa that, yeah. was, um, that was
0: brilliant <laughs> thank you very much you're welcome I mean it's been a tough time so it has been a tough time nice and to there are some your... really
1: good um, websites and places out there for people who need help with bereavement there's some really good websites out there um, cruise bereavement helpline is a really good one and at org is another good one and also people need advice practical advice and citizens advice have a lot of a lot of advice about what to do when someone dies and all the practical things about what you need to do yeah that's a really good which point which is you know because some people don't know you know like we didn't you know I had to do a lot of my mum's and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so just reach out to people. Oh, bless you. Thanks, Lise. Um,
0: Harves. Yes. I've been waiting for this moment for <laughs> a couple of weeks now. So Harves has got a ran Because normally you don't have one, do you? And we well, have to pick you apart as a yeah, person. Yeah, you know, it's a criticism <laughs> of
2: me that I don't moan or complain enough about things. I, I do. And I'm, I'm learning to moan more. So, Excellent. You know I'm growing as a person. So come on, Harves, let's have it. <laughs> Gmail. Tell us more. Well, modern email browsers, anyway, on your phone. So there was a time. I don't think then, it's even modern e- browsers.
0: I think it is just Gmail. No, well,
1: Yahoo does it as well. What? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs>
2: it's a very yeah, we good know point. This right, yeah, sorry. So email is a way of sending communications via the internet. It's called electronic mail. Dave. <laughs> you may have heard of it.
0: <laughs> okay. There are Do you a number know? Of, this is a blanket <laughs> statement. The Algerians don't believe in email, they believe in
2: fax. True Yeah They also spend more money on mosques than hospitals facts. Anyway
1: facts, fa- facts or facts, facts. Fact. Do you remember
0: as a kid a a facsimile you, Yeah you'd see it <laughs> on <laughs> the Yeah Yeah you'd see it written on the back of a van Facsimile <laughs> Which I was always
1: like what's that Facsimile yeah. Don't love yeah. me for fun <laughs> So they don't believe That's in got a email got facsimile in it Not a facsimile of As in like I don't want a copy of your love I want the real thing What are you singing don't, Boyzone, don't oh, love me funnily for enough. Oh, I that love me for a
2: reason. It's got the word facsimile in. Well, okay, cool. That must oh, be well. the only song I know that's got the word facsimile And I didn't even know that, it had it anyway. that. If you were on 15 to 1, you know, question or nominate, <laughs> we were talking earlier,
0: and you said, I'll take a question. What Boyzone song has the word facsimile in? And you're like, yes. Me for a reason. <laughs> sorry, anyway, back sorry, to
2: loves. your yeah, well Anyway, Gmail. So I like my email, straightforward. You send an email, you get a reply. You reply, they reply. And you get this very obvious chain, the relevant people copied in, et cetera, et cetera. What Gmail, I think, is trying to do, and maybe it's well-intended, is to try and organise our emails differently for us. But I'm using it on my phone. And as you're probably going to have to explain this better than I can, but the conversations do not go in order anymore. And it keeps the header of the original email... I'm not explaining this very well. It, I wish I, think, I could show you. Yeah,
0: but I think anyone who uses Gmail will feel your pain. So at work, I use uh, Microsoft Outlook, yeah, which does a simple thing of putting the conversation of the latest conversation at the top yeah. and the oldest conversation at the bottom. Yeah. And then so you look at it, and that's the newest message you're reading. And then you can scroll down and see the history behind that message. Woof. I nearly swore it. But well, wow, that works. Yeah. So what Gmail have done have decided that if I take that order and put it in a completely different order, yeah. Yeah. so you never know where you're going into that thread. Yeah. That will help. Yeah. So I've got I've got a question. Have you got a question? question. Email your question
1: <laughs> or nominate. <laughs> yeah.
0: If the 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 CEO of the bit that is Gmail. So I'm not talking about the CEO of Google. I'm talking about the CEO of Gmail. What browser... What what? What world are you living in? <laughs> well, what platform do you use
2: to view your emails? Because I
0: bet you ain't using yeah. Gmail, yeah. you're using yeah. Outlook.
2: Yeah. So the guy, the CEO of Gmail, his email address is CEOGmail at Outlook.com. <laughs> 100%. It is terrible, it's terrible, isn't awful. it? It's awful. And then to make it worse, what they do is they put numbers down the side in circles to show you how many conversations are connected to that one conversation. And if you click on them, it can expand it, but it doesn't really expand it in order. And then there's this, this three little dots thing that appears at the bottom of emails. and You click on that to open more. But what you just want is what I just brilliantly described. You just want the f***ing... Co- LAUGHTER <laughs> You just, you just want the conversation, start to finish, reverse order. Thank you very much. That's how I have conversations in life. Yeah, well, actually, some people would argue against that. I say I start yeah. in the middle sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. is true. Sometimes but... the conversations pan out like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I want. I don't want a pulp. I love Pulp Fiction. I don't want a Pulp Fiction timeline Gmail. I want a normal conversation. Yeah, Jesus absolutely. Fuck. So you are not the only person around yeah. about
0: this. I've, Go on, producer I've, David. I think
2: what they've done is they've taken an average of how many emails there are involved in the average email conversation, and they've worked out that it's quite a short number of emails, because what you get is a summary of the original, and then the reply is expanded, isn't it? So if it's only two emails, like here, for example, I'm holding up my phone. He's holding his phone. So the one I sent is at the top, Mm. and then the reply it's fully expanded underneath so on my phone I could see both yeah two emails yeah yes. two. obviously when you got you know, an like, email of 10 25 people yeah and it's multiply <sighs> replied to yeah so But like
0: it, ju- it just makes no- and uh, thank you for that David but it makes no sense it at make no all sense.
2: why you would do that and if you agree with us email the premium determined company at gmail.com, yeah, gmail.com. and I won't read it because I don't understand <laughs> well, yeah, but if it's only if, <laughs> if hundred people person,
0: email you in with it. in one that's yeah. fine it's when you get pick up like if you put reply all and there's 25 people and everyone emails back, then we're screwed oh, Yeah. We just... so shout out to the CEO of gmail like Please come on a podcast and explain the algorithm behind you hiding emails and doing what you do. Yeah. Ridiculous. Stop it. Yeah. No rant from you this week, No Lise. rant from me this week. Cool. I've Life got... is my rant. Yeah, I've got, but it's not really a rant. It was just a spreading, you know, sharing your feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I've got a, a bit of a rant and unfortunately in my other role, I am in the corporate world where we, we sit down and we go to lots of meetings and we talk about lots of good stuff and moving things forward. The thing that annoys me, and this happened to me on Tuesday morning, and I'm not going to drop any names because it wouldn't be right for me to do that, the silence there, because I'm not going to drop any names. I want you, so really, really well. to. i really well. But I wasn't at work, so I'll put it that way. But I did walk into a very important meeting that was decided on the phone, and I said, what time? They said 8.15, but I can make it earlier. So I said, great, 8 o'clock yep yep see you eight o'clock tuesday morning brilliant so i get there about ten to eight six minutes past eight the lady walks around the door and says oh sorry i'm late i was so busy and i thought yeah too busy that you don't give a toss about me and she said come through come through didn't tell me her name didn't introduce her hierarchy of where she sits in the structure of this organization organization. well done thanks halves good word (laughs) And then we walk into a room where she says, sit wherever you like. And I said, thanks very much. And the first thing she said was, I've got another meeting at quarter past, so you've only got me for 10 minutes. And red rag to a ball. I... And this meeting for me <laughs> was extremely important and a little bit of a difficult subject. And this lady, I mean, basically by saying I'm I'm six minutes late and you've only got me for nine minutes before I'm out. You're saying to me, you don't give a shit. Yeah,
2: that's exactly it's what I was
0: And I was very, very upset about that. Did you voice your concerns <laughs> to someone else? What do you think, Lisa? Yes. What? <laughs> what do you think, Lisa? To yes. someone who kind of wears their heart on their sleeve at times? I <laughs> I said um, I did pick them up because basically they they spoke about there's there's lots go- going on in the background that I needed to talk about and they just f- fixated on on something different to what we actually needed to speak about and I said well, we going to talk about that yeah we are and I said well look you actually haven't introduced yourselves here so who are you okay thanks very much and there was there was someone else in the room and I said and who are you which is rude but you didn't introduce yourselves so thanks very much okay right you were five minutes late and you've just told me that you've only you've only got nine minutes left. I mean, where where am I sitting then? Are you, are you interested in being here? Do you actually want to do this? And I said, I'm pretty upset right now, so we better sort this out. Oh, I'm very sorry you feel like that. And I'm thinking, yeah, I am. You you should be sorry. And then and then she you know she did say, well, I can cancel the meeting that's coming up in a minute. And funnily enough, I was there for a good 25 minutes. She never got able to cancel any other meeting. <laughs> so then I think, well, did you actually have, have another one, yeah. meeting, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. or were you just thinking I don't want to be in this room? Yeah. No That they yeah. like, get out Yeah um, It was a success for me And it was all good But my rant is People who are late For one And then people Who make an excuse To leave a room Before you've even Started
1: talking
2: <laughs> Good rant Yes well Good rant mm. I'm interested to see How Lisa would have Handled that situation
0: What of being picked up Or being or, late you know, Or being,
2: being the one that's, Being in out position Somebody's late And they've given you they're late for your meeting yeah. and they're only giving I you a limited said, amount of don't time. Don't worry eh? about it,
1: it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, do, oh, sorry, do you need to go, should we rearrange it? Would that be easier? Yeah, but
0: I think at the same time I was walking in there quite passionate. Yeah. And, and if you're quite passionate about
1: something and you need to discuss it, yeah, you're no, going to say no, no, would no. I have like, oh, don't worry. I would have said don't worry.
2: Mm. Well, traps are- generally more disagreeable in that scenario aren't you? yeah, well, no, yeah.
0: I, would... I think the trouble is because I'm in the corporate world sometimes you have to be a bit of <laughs> yeah. you have to be a bit of an arsehole do, to people sometimes because yeah. people will be an arsehole to you yeah, yeah. yeah. and i am I'm I got to say I'm quite good at being an
1: asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean we didn't want to say that
0: <laughs> but like I got this thing and me and half talk about it of I go in I do the, the it's called like the bullshit sandwich you go in and say hey thanks for thanks for coming along I really appreciate you taking your time out your day um, you got this really great place here, you know, nice shirt. I think you've got a decent haircut. I'm looking at Harvest that's what I'm saying it. bye. bye.
1: And, um, was, that, was that the bullshit?
0: Yeah, and then you go, <laughs> thanks. But actually, this is unacceptable. You haven't done this, this, and this. You told me you were going to deliver that on that, that, and that day. And this is insanely bad customer service. But I really, really like the setup You've got da da, 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 da Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bar them up, break them down, bar them up. And then they leave thinking, well, he's, he's a bit of a twat, but yeah, we've got to get this done.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's there, a you good go. there you That's go. There you go. See, man. don't be late. <laughs> I'm good at being an asshole. There you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. Normally, these, um, You sing about now, don't you? Yeah. Although
1: we've got something to sing about, haven't we?
2: Well, it depends
0: what you're thinking about the sad passing of Tina Turner. Tina Turner. (laughs) So... Lace Oh yeah the, Before news the podcast yeah, started, <laughs> the news broke at the start of the podcast
1: Producer David saw that Tina Turner Has very sadly passed away Today
0: And someone else passed yesterday Rolf Harris Although so that was two weeks ago probably, <laughs> yeah. But we just didn't know because yeah, no we're one not cares. interested in him um,
1: yeah. yeah so we thought We'd be interested in a Tina Turner song Right Over to you Lace My favourite Tina Turner song it's what, Is Hang on hang
2: on This is a t- conversation anyway I just sang
1: it to you earlier on you it, It's back? what's love got to do with it Yeah Yeah okay. so What's love got to do Got, got to do with it What love but second emotion, emotion. <laughs> love, got to do thanks
0: it, guys do and it. we'll see you next time he needs a heart when a heart can be broken.